podcast with Pastor Rick Hale, Senior Pastor of Grace Community Church in Roswell, New Mexico. I'm your co-host, Sean Lee. We're so honored that you joined us today. It is our purpose at Living Your Dash to help you better connect the dots of discipleship so that you can find and fulfill God's purpose for your life. Okay, well, this is going to be a very different podcast because... Rick and I are on the road right now. And, you know, the Bible says the reason why we're on the road is that we had to go do something on the road. But, you know, we still need to get this podcast. Absolutely. And we're trying to redeem the time That's to be right. biblical. That is what the Bible says. So if you are listening, dear podcast listener, you can count on the fact that we are redeeming the time. We're doing exactly what we should. Now, Rick, here's a great question. How many people Google this question? Why is there a leap day? Why is there a leap day? How yes. many in a, in a year? I would say in a year, uh, four, I'm going to say 40,000 people Google that question in a year. That's a good guess. That's a wrong guess, but that is a good guess. And uh, here's the answer. The answer is actually 2.2 million. You've got to be kidding. Yeah, not in a year, in a month. Um, those people need to get a life. Boy, you got that right. And really... The, there's a, it's interesting because an, another great question, the number one question asked by Google, okay, of Google, uh, is what is my IP address, which of course stands for... I never can remember what those two letters stand for. <laughs> I know, nobody knows. It's the internet protocol. It's basically our address, which is a great segue into our on-the-road podcast because we want to know, I mean, everybody really ought to be asking the question, how do I get to heaven? Another way that you put it this past week in your message was, how do I have peace with God? Yeah, and that's a big part of our series, you know, the uh, how do we enjoy the rest of our life? And I'm convinced in dealing with people for many years that a person cannot enjoy the rest of their life if they are worried about the life to come. Mm. If they're concerned about when I die... Where am I going to spend eternity? Right. That fear, that uncertainty and anxiety can literally drift back into a person's life and affect their life now. So they will not enjoy life now because they're worried about the next life. Right, right. And and really that is the most important question that we need to answer in our life. And so you put, you, you actually, the way you did your sermon was that you asked this question or you posed these two statements and the first one was this that if we want to make peace with God the first the first point was this don't put your confidence in your personal righteousness now what do you mean and why do you say that well that that uh, question is very personal to me because I spent the first 20 years of my life trying to earn my righteousness, mm. trying to earn my salvation. I thought, literally, Sean, I thought, I could be, if I could be good enough and right enough and religious enough, then God will let me into heaven because mm. of my merit, my accomplishments, my achievements. The only problem with that is I never felt good enough, mm-hmm. right enough, religious enough. I always wondered, what, what happens if I get to the gate of heaven? And I missed something. Mm. Uh, what if I omitted something or did something I wasn't supposed to do? And because I trusted in my righteousness, I always live with insecurity 
Yeah. And, you know, I jokingly said, but really not too jokingly, Sunday, I just hope I died on a good day. <laughs> and frankly, Sean, there were not that many, many good, good days. days. <laughs> I remember one time you described it as, you know, if that person saved, they're barely saved or something. Yeah, and if saved, barely, barely. saved. <laughs> and we joke about it now, but really, that's... That's a horrible way to live. Oh, it's insecure. It's yeah. Totally. You know, somebody said, hey, if you died today, would you go to heaven? I would literally say, I don't know. I'll tell you when I get there. Wow. Wow. So when we think about, is, is that the reason then why we need to understand that it's not according to our own personal righteousness that, well, we can't do it? Absolutely. We've yeah. got to have some other secure method of, of living, a security that we know that when we die, we know where we're going. Right. And that was your second point. You talked about how we need to trust in the righteousness of Christ. Now, why is that important? Yeah, the, the, the righteousness of Christ, uh, the Bible says, is a gift given to us, not something that we earn or achieve. And the reason that's important and absolutely essential goes back to the nature and character of God. God is a perfectly righteous God. Mm -hmm. He cannot tolerate sin in any form in his presence. It's, it would be a violation of his character. Right. So there you see the problem. We want to get into a right relationship with God, but we're not perfect. We need perfect righteousness to, to have that relationship with a perfectly righteous God. Yeah. We cannot generated in of ourselves. So Sean, what we have to do, we have to find a different source for righteousness. Yeah, we it sounds like you're talking about the holiness of God. And when I think about uh, the, the 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 not the anthem but the, the, the saying that the, the creatures, the heavenly creatures, as they as they address who God is, they say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Absolutely. It's His holy, perfect, righteous character. And uh, maybe we discount that, but uh, believe me, God certainly does not. He cannot compromise who He is. He cannot compromise His character. Right. I, I think that, I, I wonder if nowadays we don't like to talk about the holiness of God. Um, or, or we, we maybe tend to sh shy away from it. Um, why do you think that is? Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I think we we would feel more comfortable with God if we can bring him down to our level. Ah. And whereas God is saying, no, I don't stoop to humanity's level. I'm trying to bring humanity up to a right relationship with me. And I do. I think it's we, uh, we don't feel comfortable around the holiness of God, nor should we. Yes. It's a frightening a frightening experience when you think about standing in the presence of absolute perfection. Yes, yes. So we get back to the problem. We've got to find another source mm -hmm. for our perfect righteousness. We can't generate it. We have to receive it from another source. The good news, and here's the gospel message. Yes. God has provided the other source and it's perfect righteousness because it is the righteousness given to us by Jesus Christ who lived the perfect life 
who gave the perfect sacrifice on the cross, the perfect Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Yes, yes. I, and and then we get that, of course, that it's it's not a it's not the other side of the coin. Maybe one would say that, but we see the love of God, His Father heart reaching out to us, loving us. Um, so, Rick, one of the things that I would like to talk about is. Let's say that I am convinced. Now, I, I cannot produce righteousness in myself. I need to appropriate the love of God. I, I, I thought it might be interesting to talk about what are the steps then? If somebody's listening, they, they've never been to church. So, you know, they, they don't know what does it mean then to make peace with God? How does that start? The, the simplest answer was given by the Apostle John when he when he gave two words believe and receive believe and receive so okay. it's believing believing that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and that includes you admitting that you're a sinner and that you need a savior and it's believing that Jesus has met your greatest need yes and then receiving is actually holding out your hands and saying i receive the, the gift of salvation. I receive this wonderful free gift that I cannot earn, but that I can receive. Yes. And that's one of the toughest things. We have to swallow our pride. There's no place for arrogance. And we have to say, I cannot earn it. Salvation comes by believing, not achieving. Rick, let me ask you a personal question. When, how old were you, or how did it happen that you, that you, believed the message of the gospel and do you remember that and, and how it happened oh very much i was 13 years old and i was actually in a youth rally at our church and there was an old old african-american evangelist who uh, was giving a message and at the end he shared the gospel and sean i cannot explain it but something happened in my heart and it was like energy flowed from my heart down to my feet and said feet get up and go down front <laughs> and I did I went down front and prayed to receive Christ and it just so happened that my my dad was in the audience and he came backstage because we were ready to do baptisms right then oh my and my dad said can I have the privilege of baptizing my son? And I had the wonderful honor that my dad baptized me into Christ. And I was 13 years old. Remember it as if it were yesterday. Wow. I, I think I've seen that picture before. I do. Okay. Somebody, when I was coming up out of the water, somebody, uh -huh. I don't know who it was, was up on the landing of the baptistry <laughs> and took a picture. And it's an old black and white yeah. because I'm so old, they didn't have color back then. <laughs> The world, uh, sorry, audience. I don't know if you knew this, but the world didn't have color before 1950. Hey, watch out! Watch out! Something like that. Yeah, you know, my story is is similar. We, I guess, it should be similar. <laughs> so, uh, I was at a Sunday school class, and my Sunday school teacher, Mrs. Dolores Lunsford, who was actually also my seventh grade English teacher, uh, she was telling us about the gift that God wanted to give to every one of us. And I, I thought, well, I like gifts. I want gifts. And uh, so I paid attention. And then I I can't explain it. You know, it's, it's funny how the gospel, it, there, there's some really complicated stuff. 
about what God does to us, uh, our adoption in Him, uh, how how our debt is paid, and and uh, there's a lot of complicated things, and yet it's so simple. It's so simple. Believe and receive. How a, a child can understand that. Yeah, and I rem- I don't know why. I, I think I think you understand. I don't know why I I raised my hand. And I said I want to receive that gift, and I stayed after class and. And uh, I knelt down on that floor uh, and I asked Jesus to come into my life and to make me a new person. And, uh, I, you know, Rick, I, I think it's, it's maybe there's somebody that's listening to this particular podcast and they're thinking, you know, I, I don't know if I've ever done that before in my life. What would, what would you do to encourage them? You know, there's a wonderful webpage that I'm pointing people to, and it's called peacewithgod.net. And it's a wonderful resource. If you've been wondering about, thinking about, learning more about what does it mean to make a commitment to Christ, to become a Christ follower, this is a wonderful step-by-step guide. It's, It's almost like someone taking you by the hand and guiding you through a very simple understanding of what it means to uh, to give your life to Christ, to receive the gift of righteousness, the forgiveness of your sin, the power of the Holy Spirit in your life, and the promise of living for eternity in heaven. All right, I'll put that in the link uh, below. But you know, the reason why we call this the Living Your Dash podcast is because. What's the point of living the dash if the dash doesn't end uh, in making sure that you uh, have a you have peace with God and that you know that when you die, you have eternity with Him in heaven? And so, so, so Sean, I have uh, I have good news and bad news. Yes, uh, the bad news is we are on our way back to the office from an errand, and uh, the bad news is uh, I missed the turn. <laughs> the uh, the good news is Sean. <laughs> We did not miss the turn spiritually when we turned our lives to Jesus Christ. Amen to that. Amen to that. All right. Hey, so look at the podcast below. Uh, Rick, I know that we're kind of doing this on the fly. You know anything that's coming up? Hey, uh, Follies are coming up, and uh, I can look at my calendar, but I'm driving, so I don't think John has that much faith. (laughs) But uh, coming up, Follies, oh, it's a great variety show put on by our music and ministry team. And I hear rehearsals have been hilarious. They've been fun. And so you don't want to miss that. So uh, I bet Sean could pop the dates on maybe yes, the podcast Yes, I'll well. put that. I think it's the 22nd. But you know what? You better. It, it is a Saturday. I do know that much for sure. So, hey, podcast listeners, thanks so much for listening to us. For Rick and Sean, living your dash on the road. And uh, that's it. Hey, look, here's the parking lot. Hey, we made it. God bless you guys. <laughs> Have a great week. <laughs> Thanks again for being with us today. We hope that you have been encouraged and better informed. We love to get feedback, so send us an email with your comments at info at And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss an episode. And do us a favor by sharing this podcast on your favorite social media platform. For more information about Grace Community Church, visit us online at roselgrace.com. Until next time, may the grace and peace of the Lord Jesus be with you.